What's up, y'all? Back at it again with another episode of The Working Actor. Today in the studio, I got a special guest for you. Chantal Maurice is in the studio with us today. Come hey. on. Hey, I appreciate you dropping in on us. This finna be real, real good. When I say real, real good, I mean real, real good. Hey, I love it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, dope you coming in. So I want to jump right to it. A lot of people are wondering about your progress as an actor. But in addition to that, you actually support actors in another way in Atlanta and online how can people get a part of that I want to start with that because a lot of actors are looking for that type of coaching that'll take them to the next level yeah so I founded co-star coaching yes I'm the CEO and founder of that and I offer audition coaching scene study classes career consultations yes. mentorship programs for actors because when I first started working in television that's what I wanted and I couldn't find it mm. so I didn't set out to be a coach. I just wanted to be the talent. Wow. Like that was never a, I ran from it. Um, I didn't want to do it. Like friends and peers just started asking me to help them with yeah. auditions when I was in New York and I started booking. So I would help people here and there. Like we would meet at a coffee shop and I just start helping them. And you became a known resource, especially here in Atlanta as a local myself. I always hear your name. Like wow. the resource that I'm hearing all the time is your name. Wow. And so, you contributing to the community like this at such a high level, I think it's just dope. Yeah. Well, I can't. I'm a vessel. Yes. So, again, it was a part of my purpose that I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, I ran from it. But God kept telling me, like, no, a part of your purpose is to help other people. And I didn't want to do that at first because I was like, well, nobody else that I look up to yeah. is coaching. You know, there's yeah. this old saying that like, well, if you can't do teach or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't want to be looked at as a failure. So that's why I'm helping people. But for sure. That's not you. That's not it. I mean, Grey's Anatomy. I mean, P-Valley, you name the list goes on. You've been able to accumulate so many shows. But then the body of your work that's building up. I like what you're doing with the body of your work. It's not that you just grab us or something. I heard you speak at an event a couple of weeks ago and you were talking about how important it is to not just like oh I'm doing TikTok oh I'm doing Instagram tapping my feet dancing to get people to look at me like your work should speak volume for itself and I love that you stay true to that with your own work yeah and it's tough I have people every day telling me that I need to you know be more active in creating content yeah. and I have no problem creating content but I have to create content that sits right in my spirit mm. i have to create content that i want to do yeah. i don't want to create content just for the likes yeah. and just for people the eyes to yeah. be on me because so, ain't no freedom in that expectation like we're just mm -hmm. driven by somebody else's expectation yeah yeah and sometimes i'll be in the room amongst other actor influencers and i'm the only one who's not <laughs> You know, and that's okay because I'm like, well, I'm still here. That's right. Like, I'm still in the same space and I don't have yeah. the thousands of followers and I don't do what you guys do. And that's okay. I respect everybody's journey. But what's, you, what's for you is for you. Yeah. So I'm not going to not get my blessings because Ooh, I'm come not, on with it. you know, hopping on But trends. you come and you bring your art. Yes. And it's like, that's what I came to bring. I didn't come for, you know, to entertain you in every facet that you would like me to. I came to bring my art. And I think you do that very, very well. So let's talk about your art in Pacific. Like, where did that start from? Like, did you always know I want to be an actress? Or was it something that just like... Bit you like the bug they say? How did it happen for Man, you? Man, I'm jealous of people who got bit <laughs> who have these stories. They're like, yeah, I was doing this. That is not my story. Mm. I came out the womb as an entertainer. Wow. So Come as a child, it. people are always like, oh, did you play? Do you play cards? Do you play games? I'm like, I didn't do any of those things as a child. As a child. I had my own radio show in my room what? with a little karaoke machine. No. I talked 
I'd be my own guest. I'd interview myself. <laughs> then I'd go and press play. A song would play. Oh then I would make gosh. my own commercials. I had a whole show. I would write music. I wrote songs. I played on the piano. Wow. I thought I was Brandy. I was always like making music videos with my cousins. I made sitcoms Ooh. as a kid. So this is something that's just been a part of my makeup. Yeah. And so that's another reason why I feel like it's so challenging because mm. it, it didn't find me later. Mm. It's been here the whole time. That's good. And sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, man, I, I should. I wish I was so much further or I thought I would be so much further yeah. right now but then certain things happen like my short film just got picked up by Fox Soul I had an interview with Vivica Fox and that's a film that I created I yes. wrote it I produced it I got to cast people and give other people an opportunity mm. to act in it so even though four years later it's a 15 minute short but now here I am on a virtual meeting with Vivica Fox yeah. you know speaking about my art yeah. so congratulations on that Thank one you. congratulations the name of that film it was Boogie right Lorene's, Lorene's got, got a Boogie, a boogie. Yes. yeah come on with it yeah congratulations on it and you wrote that as well right so yes. this was a piece that you were able to like go back to that childhood and do everything I wrote it I produced it I'm done. <laughs> Yes, this is my second short yes. film. Yeah, what? This mm -hmm. the second this one. The second one. What you got coming up next? I'm just saying. That is a great. I'm trying to figure that out myself because that was in 2018 mm -hmm. and it was so much work. Like I raised over eight thousand okay. dollars crowdfunding on Seed and Spark casting process, the filming. Like once it was done, the post production, I was exhausted. Understood. So and then I transitioned here to Atlanta and I was like, I don't know if I have it in me to create something like that again right. but now I'm like okay it's coming back I needed to yeah. take a little break but now I know that it's time to create something but my process is I do a lot of research first because mm. I work with, I do period pieces if ever I create something it's going to be a period piece nice. so I have to go through a research process first before I even start writing or creating so it usually takes me a while to create that's solid that's solid that's so solid we're going to talk offline about these period pieces and these short films let's go yes. creating work collaboration so in the progress of you and your actor's you know, journey, I want to shift for a minute because one thing I found when talking to other actors and actresses is they want the role, and I always talk to them about the process, and the big part of the process is the booking, right? Mm -hmm. Is the audition process. Now, the audition process, of course, has changed a little bit now. It's not a lot of in-person, in the room. It's more self-tapes. Self-tapes, that has been something that I myself even struggle with. What do you say to people to really get them to understand like the process of self-taping and the need to understand audition techniques? Mm, yeah. So I often say, you know, acting and auditioning are here and then they overlap. Mm. So there's some overlapping, but they're definitely different in, yeah. in my opinion. And I actually had a client ask me two days ago, you know, what was the one thing that you did to make that switch <laughs> for you to start booking? And I had to say, well, first of all, when I first started out auditioning for TV, it was in New York. There were no self-tapes. So actors were going into the room. Yes. So you can only see a certain amount of people in a mm. day. Ooh, come right? On. Because TV casts very, very fast. Yeah. I said, so there are different variables when I started out and you right now, because I didn't start out you know, doing a self-tape and there are 60 other people sitting in the same self-tape. We were going in the room. So the casting director, there was no way for them to not know us because they saw us, they spoke to us and they would, you know, I, I would only get maybe one or two auditions a month. And I was booking probably like maybe two co-stars a year in gotcha. New York, but I wasn't auditioning that much. Nowadays, I have these actors who they're auditioning twice, more than once a week yeah. and they're not hearing anything back. 
but the variables are so di- so different. So I didn't experience that. I don't really, you know, it's yeah. just different. And I feel for actors now who are starting out in this era because it's like they don't get an opportunity to really make a connection with the casting director. Yeah. And I have people who are like, I've auditioned for this casting director 50 times and I saw them in person and they didn't know who I was. You know, so I'm trying to figure out how I can just kind of help actors shift the mindset because unfortunately there's nothing that we can do about that. Mm. Like that's out of our control. But there are things that are in our control. You want to make sure that your self-tape is professional. You want to make sure it looks good. You want to make sure that you're telling the story. So before when we went in the room, it was an audition. Now you got to look at it as you're producing a short film, mm. even if it's one line. People are like, oh, well, it's just one line and it doesn't matter. You've got to produce this one line so that when they watch it, it literally feels like it's a piece of the show or the film it's just taken out. You know, yeah. it doesn't feel like an audition. We've got to make things not feel like an audition. And a lot of that is preparation. Yeah. It's a preparation because a lot of times people just focus on the lines, but they don't focus on bringing the character to life. Yeah. So I don't care personally as a coach if you can memorize the line. You should Come be on. able to memorize the lines. Yeah. But what are you bringing to this audition? And not leaning on your coach or your teacher, what ideas are you bringing? That's right. There's something unique about all of us. So I noticed that a lot of times actors try to fit into a box and they're like, well, this is a waitress. A waitress yeah. acts like this. That's not true. Any and everyone can be a waitress. What are you bringing your own uniqueness to it? So that's what I told my client who asked, like, well, what did you do? And I said, you want to honestly, once I realized the power in being me as an individual Come and on. I stopped trying to be like what people were telling me. I had a manager who was like, well, you need to take headshots with long, straight black hair. Yeah. I hate long, straight black hair. <laughs> on me. On me, right? I, he made me take these pictures. He was like, we got to go for a Sanaa Lathan feel. So I did go through that process of trying to fit into a box and it didn't work. Yeah. But once I said, well, this is me. This is who I am. So it may not be right for this role, but when you see me, you're going to know that I'm authentic and genuine. Yeah. So you're going to continue to call me in because I know who I am as, as an actor and I know what I can bring. Yes. I love that you said authentic because a part of it is awareness and freedom. I tell people, if you can't really achieve awareness of self mm-hmm. and freedom within self, how do you transcend to that character? I tell them humanity to humanity, from my humanity to the character's humanity, and that's how they merge. And so I love what you said about like, hey, you got to touch self first mm-hmm. um, with auditioning. Right. We know the variables have changed now. What are the main components that you say? I would say you called out one of them already, know the story, right? Mm-hmm. So knowing the story is one. Mm-hmm. So how important is it to like know the story? Or what are some other elements that you see like, hey, these are critical mm-hmm. in telling the full story? Yeah. So I have um, what I call the 10 self-tape Hey, come on. She's going to give us the 10. I was digging y'all to try to get y'all. See, this stuff you got to buy, you got to go to class with her. But I was trying to get you this. Yeah. I have the 10 self-tape commandments. Thou shall be specific Mm, with our thoughts, actions, and relationships. Hallelujah. Those are the three things people forget about Mm -hmm. because we can have a scene. We have dialogue and it is okay. We are adversaries. We don't like each other. So now we memorize the lines and then we spend the whole scene just Mm -hmm. being mad and looking Mm -hmm. at each other like, "Mm, I'm mad because that's what the breakdown said. I'm playing mad. What I think mad looks like. I'm just going to look at you. Do I got no friends on my face? Right. And we think that that's it. But every time we have a conversation, even right now, as I'm speaking, you have thoughts going through your head with the things that I'm saying. We forget about that in acting. Mm. So I say be specific with your thoughts. 
that means every time the person in the scene says something, what are you? What does that make you think about? Yes. In that moment, what are you thinking? Because instead of just waiting for your line, because a lot of times we're waiting for the chance to act. Yeah. Because it's a reader, and we're like, say your line, say your line, and that's when I say it, right? <laughs> Come on. But we're not thinking about well, what am I thinking? Like yeah. you said something to me, and I, right now I'm upset with you, but what you just said to me really just made me feel worthy. Mm. So even though I'm upset, even though I'm really mad at you, whatever you just said, I'm like, man. Yes felt kind of good to hear that yes in that yes. moment right so we got to be specific with what are we thinking when the other person is speaking yes. everything they say what are you thinking so that's thoughts relationships like okay. you said you i'm playing with my sister but in this relationship i'm like the the adult the mother figure so right. i treat her a certain way so it's not going to be a hey girl hey right. it's like a, did you do that because you know that if you don't yeah. we're gonna have problems yeah. that type of thing so that's being specific with the relationship so i always ask people to more specific okay what's your relationship okay get more specific get more specific get more specific get more, like create mm. the world so we got thoughts relationships and actions. So earlier you said, I'm playing mad, right? right. This, right. I'm playing mad. Right. So this is an action. But when I ask you, why did you do that? I don't know. It's just, I, I'm mad at him. So I'm. <laughs> that's, no, you got to be specific with mm. your actions. So if I'm upset, maybe instead of showing that, I'm going to try to hide the fact that I'm upset. Because a lot of times we, we don't put our emotions all that's over true. here. We try to like mass. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. Act like everything's okay when, when it's not really. Yeah. So you got to think about, well, what action am I doing in this moment? You said something that really, I'm, well, I'm already upset with you, but you just said something to make me feel worthy. And I'm just a little confused. So as I think before I even respond to you, I need to take a breath. <laughs> that's an action. Right. And so a lot real. of people aren't thinking of those different things. Yeah. They're focusing on just what the breakdown says and the lines. Yeah. So being specific with thoughts, relationships and actions, thoughts, I think really will help actions. take your self tapes to the next level. That's good. Come on. Go and get them. Hey, that is. And, and what you were saying is so real because we do that in real life. When you talking and someone else is listening, they having an internal monologue. They're just like kind of like, you know, what I mean, hearing things, thinking things in themselves. It happens. Mm -hmm. It happens in real it's life. Natural. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! We got to keep it natural. And in audition, there's an opportunity beyond booking, right? There's an opportunity, like you said earlier, for a casting director to just see you. So sometimes when I do my tapes and I audition, I'm not just thinking about booking. I'm thinking, hey, at least in, in this moment, I get some type of invitation. Mm -hmm. I get some type of representation of who I am, the level that I act at, that type of thing. And I think for me, I had to encourage myself that even though I don't book this role, may not book this role or that role, what happened was they saw me. Yes. I was able to get myself in front of them. How important it is for actors to keep in mind, like the audition is a process and not just about just booking. Right. What you said is so important because that's the mindset that we have to have. Yeah. And a lot of actors don't have that mindset, unfortunately, because it's all about, well, when I book, that I get to post, yeah. that I'm on set, I get to post something in my trailer, and now I feel validated. Yeah. Now Ooh, I feel on. like, okay, yeah, I am an actor now, but you got to know that you're an actor when you're not on set, when you're not working on set, when you're doing mm. these, because that's the work. That's the the work. auditions Ooh, are the work. Come on. But we just want to get to 
the vacation time, yeah. but it's like, but you got to do the work. Yeah. Because being an actor isn't all about mm. being like, I'm booked, Ooh. I'm booked, I'm booked, I'm on TV, I'm on, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's what people think that it is. But when you really love the craft, you just love being a storyteller. Yes. So you can be, a, you don't have to be on network TV to tell stories. Yeah. You know, but a lot of times people only use those bigger bookings to validate themselves because they feel like, well, I'm not really an actor unless mm. I book this. So the mindset that you have is the mindset that we have to have because it's all about planting seeds because what's for you is never going to miss you it, it won't miss you that's right so yes this role and i audition for stuff all the time and i'm like this is not for me mm. but i've got to do the work that's right like you said it's an opportunity for them to see me i'm planting seeds harvest time will eventually come mm. it has to come like you can't just keep <laughs> <laughs> harvest time will that's come right. that's right but you are you patient enough to to explore your creativity outside of booking network TV jobs. The microwave is so fast, though. You just mm. pop it in the mic. The oven take too long. Yeah, I but mean, the microwave can cause cancer, too. Ooh, come on with it. So what you're saying is we should take the stairs and avoid always pressing the elevator going up. Because sometimes you're going to have to use those cab muscles at some point. Elevator might not work. If you're in this for the craft. That's right. Everybody's That's not the difference. for the craft. Okay. Okay. If you say, I am a storyteller to my core, I'm an artist, I'm an act, like this is what I do, then that is the way. If you want the fame and you want the likes, then there are other ways to do that. You don't yeah. have to pursue an acting career. You mm -hmm. know, you can do different things. So I think sometimes we've got to get clear on what is it that I want? Yeah. Like, do I want validation? Because at some, we're all human. We all want some type of validation. But what I find is that a lot of us especially artists, we need therapy. Mm. And instead of do, instead of getting therapy, we pursue an acting career. So now wow. your acting teacher becomes somewhat of a therapist. And as an acting teacher, I'm not qualified. To, <laughs> I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. You know what I mean? Big I can facts. I can try to ayala you a little bit, but I'm really <laughs> not. I don't have the credentials. So what I notice is that a lot of times I, I hit resistance with a lot of actors because they're not self-aware. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, me as a coach and a teacher, I can't. I can't help you with that. Yeah. That is for a therapist. So I feel like therapy is so important for actors because we have to know, like we really have to be so self-aware and yeah. being self-aware is a journey yeah. in itself. It's a journey in itself. Yeah. That's, that's a very, very good point. It's so hard breaking that, you know, what society has already imposed on us because even when you think about sports, right? We think about the moment. The moment is Michael Jordan leaning back, shooting that three-pointer, five seconds on the clock. It's at the end of the football game, everybody's holding the big statue. You know what I mean? It's it's the the, the, the champion belt that he holds up after mm -hmm. the boxing championship. You get to see the end product, right? Mm -hmm. And we see that, but we didn't see the broken ankle. We didn't see him running back and forth in training. We didn't see the blood, sweat, and tears. And that's always never really seen. And so yeah. we see ourselves as having to fast forward and we expect ourselves to be there. But I like what you said. It's a process and we have to know that you're in the work, even in that process. Yeah. How did you stay grounded in that process? Even now, because you are still a working actor, still booking. How do you stay grounded to avoid those pitfalls of being like, hey, I want to celebrate here. How do you celebrate in between? Therapy, mm. therapy, prayer, meditation. Like those are things that I have to have to keep me because this it's easy to get real caught up and real it's it's easy to go left. Gotcha. You know, um, 
And it's a I'm a work in progress myself, Understood. you know, and there are moments where I say, OK, I'm going to give myself a day to cry about this and to feel whatever I feel. But after that, let me f- focus my energy elsewhere. So not only am I an actor, but I'm also a dancer. So dancing is something that has always made me feel I saw so much you better. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dancing is I was always like, okay, something that do makes you, do me feel you, Do good. you. So there it seems like t- a great outlet. It is. Yeah. And I feel like people should dance more. I okay. really do. Like I'm an advocate for dancing. I'm also a dance teacher, so I teach dance That's classes. But if I'm if if I hit up and I've been through I've gone through a lot of things in this industry, mm. a lot of heartbreak. And it's interesting you said we don't see that. Nobody yeah. highlights that. Yeah. They just highlight the successes. But I've gone through so many things and in those moments dancing has always been like I've got to shift my creative outlet elsewhere for for a couple seconds Mm. right so for these days i'm choreographing i'm doing dance rehearsals i'm teaching classes i'm focusing on dance because it's still art and i'm still telling a story but with my body so sometimes we've got to like it can't just be like acting 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 i gotta book i gotta book you're gonna drive yourself crazy so what other outlets what other things Mm. make you feel good like that's what helps keep me grounded is knowing like hey this isn't the end all be all and i've got my whole life to do this yes because we think it's now now now. and 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 you see other people booking or you see things happening and you want to move on that same speed but i like what you said if it's for you it's not gonna miss you Mm -hmm. just stay on your journey yeah that's so real wow yeah, and That's I mean, so again, weird. I have, like I said, I have ups and I have downs. I'm currently watching a new series, and I auditioned for this series maybe like five times. Mm. Had virtual callbacks with the directors. I mean, I just knew that I was booking this particular show, and I did not. Checking your avail, everything. Yeah, Pinning you. I did not. No booking. No, okay. And so as much as it hurts me, mm. I'm like, but I got to watch it because I know it's going to be so good. And it yeah, yeah. is. Like, I'm two episodes in, I'm like, oh, I just wish. But I'm like, release and let it go. Like I'm still watching to support people that I know that's on there and just to watch the art, but it wasn't for me. Mm. And that's okay. But sometimes it's hard. it hurts, you know? Mm. And just owning that mean like, hey, right now I'm hurt. I have a little attitude about it, but I got to release it and I still want to appreciate this art for what it is. Yeah. So you do a lot of training with people on auditions, right? How is that? Like what do you see most that you feel like actors or actresses have to really grasp? Is it the commandments or is it a slew of other things that they need to bring to? Uh, When do they know that they're ready to start auditioning? Mm, That is a great question. Because you're training, you're training, and then some people are like, okay, I'm ready, I'm not ready. When do you say, hey, this actor is ready to start auditioning? I think confidence plays a huge part in it because as in this journey, you're always going to learn and grow, learn and grow. Yeah. But I've noticed that there can be, an, there can I have worked with actors who they've trained for years, taking classes, train, 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 train. But as soon as I press record, something happens. Mm. I'm not quite sure what that is. I'm not always sure what that is. But ultimately, it's a lack of confidence. It's a lack in that I have the ability because I'm thinking like, well, you've you know this. You got this. You you're right for this. This is perfect. And then they'll do something and look at me and be like, how was that? Was that good? Mm. And I'm like, did you not feel it? Mm. Did you not feel what you just did? Like, also, don't lean on me to tell you what's good and what's not because art is subjective. I can give you tips and pointers as to, like, how we can enhance it. But I need you to be like, ooh, that felt good. Yeah. You know, and when I see that that that's lacking in an actor, usually I'm like, it's that confidence that I can pour into you and I can I can 
affirm you, but you've got to have it in you. And I think you said it best. I was trying to ask the ask, ask the question. I was fumbling with it, but you said it best. That's that thing that's outside of technique yeah. that as an actor or an actress, you ha- you have to bring self. And I think like you said it earlier about the therapy part, whereas people are acting, but then they have to have this therapy component to really see like, hey, the instrument has to have you in it. Yes. And a lot of times it's grabbing it to duplicate something. No, this is portrayal of humanity, not necessarily imaginary world. This is humanity. So you're trying to fit into humanity without your humanity. Mm. And and I I find it to be true. I found it to be true in my progression in auditioning. And I came to a place where it clicked. It was like, oh, my humanity. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah. Yeah. And it became easier. So, So that's good. That's really good. So when you see people stuck in that place you usually tell them like recalibrate to themselves or is it recalibrate to another class like how do you how do you help them move through that so i'm in the process of learning that myself okay um because even as a coach it's a learning experience every client is different so each day each month i'm learning being like oh okay so right now what i'm working on is um like a mentorship Mm. program um, and it's going to be a package where I can only work with maybe like two to three people That's for good. like every three months because now I have a business mentor who's also an acting coach and an acting teacher because again I'm learning too like Understood. I didn't I'm just giving you the best that I have That's right. but now I have to go back and figure out okay so he's in this place what can I do to just help on this journey is it a mindset thing so I'm working on that mm-hmm. so that I can really help cultivate a small group of people at a time because sometimes it's not about being in a scene study class. Sometimes before you even get in that scene study class, we need to work on mindset. Yes. And it's not one month, one week. This is something that you need to dedicate a couple of months to focusing on your mindset because you're going to keep blocking yourself each way through until we break whatever is happening here. So even though I'm not a therapist, but there are some things that I know that I can implement to just kind of help people um, in a small group setting. So I'm currently working yeah. on that now. That's good. I, and I, I, I commend you on that because it's so needed. Because even when I deal with actors and even with myself, I find that it's those variables, if they're removed, my art just flourishes. Mm-hmm. And it's not my understanding of the scene or the circumstances or, you know, what's happening in this, in this moment to moment. It's not that. It could be, it's just my confidence. Mm-hmm. and Or it's just my reassurance that I do know what I know. And sometimes that can be, you know, flushed out through an exercise. It's my fears, my anxiety. And no matter how many times I do a scene, that may not come out, but it can come out with what you're talking about as you develop that. So that's going to be good for the market. Again, I told y'all, she always bringing more and more resources. Y'all see me digging. I'm trying to get everything out of it (laughs) so you can have it so you can know what she bringing to you. So, you know, what you do in audition tapings, how does that process work? Do people just hit you up, DM you? Like, how do people get with you to Absolutely do that? Absolutely not. Um, so, <laughs> Florida DM. <laughs> not. Hashtag Adam Watson. <laughs> Respect the DMs. Um, only because I actually don't have notifications on for mm-hmm. Instagram. So you can send me a DM and I may not see it Understood. for like another couple of days. Dang. But um, I have a website 
costarcoaching.biz, B-I-Z, and you can click book a session. Yeah, the consultations are really helpful because a lot of times people just get stuck and they just don't know what to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like, let's come up with the strategy together and really clarify your goals. That's another thing I realize is a lot of times people will be stuck, but then they don't actually have specific goals as to where they want to go. Mm. So we got to clarify that first before we, you know, work on everything else. There it is. Y'all know what it is, man. This has been amazing, amazing episode. So look, you're going to see more of Chantel. Believe that. Chantal is in the studio with us today with this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spirit. When I tell you, man, this energy that I'm feeling right now, just vibrating. Come on, y'all. I know you hear it if you're listening to this podcast, but I know you see it if you are watching us live. So there it is. Thank you for joining us and coming in into the studio today. Close us with something. Give them something that you feel like they can take as an actor or actress to empower them on their next audition. Yes. So I say this a lot. Take back your power. Ooh. Take back your power. We give it away so much. Every day, every week, every month, we give it away to, you know, our job. We give it away to our boss. We give it away to agents, managers, casting directors, people on social media. Focus on taking your power back. Mm. Say no more. Don't drop that mic. That's a drop a mic moment, but don't drop this. This is a $500 mic. You better not drop this mic. But that's a drop a mic moment. You best believe it. Actors only, man. You know what it is. The Working Actor Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pat. Hey!